In the name of the Father. What the fuck? Why are you saying it? <laughs> I was starting it and letting you take over. No. Okay, say it then. Damn it, Nick. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, and Cracker Barrel Breakfast, welcome to Am I Going to Hell? I'm Maddie. I'm Meg. <laughs> this is a podcast where two sisters talk about their Catholic guilt and any other religious themed things, honestly. Um, so we can start off with just telling you guys a little bit about ourselves. We're the Hoovies, so I'm Maddie Hoovy. I am a student at um, Kansas City, Kansas Community College. We're doing the music major things, I think. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I, I'm writing a screenplay. I write poetry when I'm sad. <laughs> I write poetry about religion, actually. Could share some of that on here. And I am, oh, there's a, an alert for, this is an Ambler alert. Cool, that's happening right now. Cool. Um, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Meg, tell us about yourself. <laughs> All right, my name's Meg. I graduated from KU with my BS in journalism and minored in chemistry because why the hell not? I have been working at a startup for almost three years now. Um, and through that, I've gotten, oh, I don't know. This isn't a, this isn't a podcast to promote my job. It's a job. I'm working. I like to run. And I have a little asshole dog named Radley who will likely make his presence known via barks or rubrus throughout this podcast. So be on the lookout for Radley. <laughs> Could do Radley merch if we ever get big. Ooh, yeah. Radley is literally sitting in front of the microphone like an old man. So. What? Wow. Oh, 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 God. He's sniffing it. He's sniffing it. <laughs> no. Radley. Okay. Well, so this is our first episode. I know you probably can't tell based on how well we're flowing. So, Maddie, what did you what did you prepare for us today? What I prepared, I thought it would be fun to read my high school common app essay that I wrote about my experience growing up in the Catholic Church. Wow, that sounds like something I've never ever read before or helped edit. For yep, your submission new, of college application. <laughs> I made it into college, everyone. Even though I didn't really need it, because community college don't they don't really take essays, but you know what? Yeah, KU I still wrote it. KU didn't take my common <laughs> app either. So Well, this was point no, not pointless because now I can read it on the podcast. Yeah. Amazing. My common app. <laughs> It's about waving to a man, so that has served <laughs> us no purpose. Amazing. All right. Well, it starts off with a prayer theme again, but in the name of the Father, Son, Cardboard Eucharist, Chalice of Watered Down Wine, the entire church drinks out of and pretends that it's sanitary, back-breaking wooden brench benches, and the infamous church choir. All of my experience during Catholic masses led to many questions. Why did I have to sit through the priest's monotone sermon only to then go to a school religion class that was just a repetition of the sermon? Why aren't there any female priests? Why is being gay bad? What am I supposed to gain from going to church? My parents told me going to church would make me a good person, but they didn't explain how it would. The 
led me to my biggest question. Do people go to church because they want to, or do they go out of obligation? Seeing, oh, so, you, so. Do you want to interrupt, like, paragraph by paragraph? Yeah, I figure it might be a lot to just, <laughs> like, you read a whole essay just, while Yeah, I, I feel like that's silence. probably better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's start with that shared wine. Oh, yeah. The fact, well, now, now I wrote this before the pandemic happened, but it's still kind of wild to just think that. All like the entire congregation would share one glass of wine that they just use like yeah they wipe it down with like the same rag. I don't even think they change the spot of the rag. They just wipe nope. it. No, nope. yeah, they just wipe it. Yeah. So I think they're just like rewiping people's germs. Honestly. Um. Quick. Quick sponsor <laughs> note. Um. This advertisement is brought to you by Rachel Ray's Nourish Dog Food, which you can hear Radley eating <laughs> in the background. Thanks, oh Rachel Ray. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. So we'll just pretend that's not happening. Yeah, there is something um, pretty disturbing about the fact that not only were we all drinking from the same wine glass, but somehow we decided at the ripe old age of 10 that anyone can drink wine, even though the legal drinking age is 21, but throw some water in it and... Yeah, now it's blood. Yeah, the the loopholes. <laughs> um, the blood of Jesus. Yeah, like my, because I just started doing it because my parents didn't want me to do Like, I knew it was unsanitary the entire time I was drinking the wine, but I just thought it was the coolest thing to be like, haha, I'm drinking wine, mom and dad, and you took me here, so I might as well drink the wine. Bradley is also drinking wine right now. Um, yeah, I was a surprised, an anxious person, and the thought of having to take the glass and tip it up and drink for it while a person watched me scared me shitless. So I would not drink the wine, but I would do the nice little um, genuflect or bow down thing yeah. to the to the lady holding the wine glass to, you know, say. Yeah, like, I, I got you. It's like, kind of like, I it's recognize... like a white person nod when you're, like, walking down the street and stuff like you're praying. <laughs> I recognize I'm supposed to take the blood of Christ, but. <laughs> Just the body for today. The body's I'm, good. I'm hold scared. The, I'm hold scared. the blood. Hold the blood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if there was uh, anything else. I mean, there was, like, why is being gay bad, but. We don't, we don't I feel like that we can, can have its... multiple episodes on that, guys. Yeah, that can get its own episode. For now, let's just dip our toes in into, you know, a Catholic mass. Oh, I guess. Okay. Next paragraph, please. All right. Being an observant child, I learned about my family's reward system and feelings of entitlement when it came to church. After successfully waking up to go to the early mass, my parents would award themselves, my siblings, and me with breakfast. On holidays, when we'd go to mass with my dad's side of the family, I felt like I deserved the high beef breakfast after going to the service when my cousins just ate their donuts without working for them like I clearly did. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that. Fuck the cousins. I sat in the bed. You get to just roll out of bed and eat a donut without just sitting for an hour? We had, we had to sing the songs. We had to have mom hand us the hymnals and point out the songs and read along. So, but you enjoy your Krispy Kreme. I lost my spot now. <laughs> um, we were at donuts. <laughs> yeah. My mom felt entitled after the Christmas and Easter services. She hated the CEOs. Christmas, Easter onlys would get better seats than regulars like us who rightfully de 
deserved the best seats in the house. My dad's sense of entitlement showed when he wouldn't always go to church with us. He grew up going to Mass every single Sunday in addition to Catholic school, which meant weekly Wednesday Masses and daily classes up until high school. He earned the right to sleep in and go to car shows instead because he racked up those get-out-of-church-free passes early on in life. Which, props, props to Papa H. I mean... I get it. He went to a lot of church. <laughs> he, he, like, you know, like, I don't, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a, a system. There is kind of a system there. Like, I feel like a lot of people think just think it, like, works the same. Like, I guess I'm doing online classes right now, so a lot of people are just like, oh, let's do the all the work early on in the semester, so then, like, we don't have any later on in life. Like, yeah, I guess people make, <laughs> make a system. It just applies to church. Church, I too. Mean, he went to Wednesday church, too. Thank God our uh, dad never made us do Wednesday church. There might have been there might have been school of religion. And that's another thing. School of religion was not a get out of church free card. No, no. Like it was it was two hours, guys. Like it was, you know, and there was also bribery. So we would go to like the 830 mass. So then like we'd only have to go to the school of religion. Yeah. But then like. But then it's also the, when you would go to school of religion, and then afterwards you would have to go to mass, like the eleven o'clock mass. Like, and then it's noon, and then you're like, and we're fucking hungry. You think we got up early enough <laughs> to eat it. breakfast? And then no. it's like, and then you like can't steal the. Well, you can still steal the donut. Like, there's also the adult classes that have. They got the donuts. The adult classes got donuts, and the kids classes didn't get donuts. Kind of upset about it, honestly. Oh yeah, and the adults like they could do it in one year. They could do, like, we had to do eight years, and then the adults, like, if they, like, later on in life, they're like, I want to do, I, I want to get confirmed. They, it just takes a year for them. Yeah, a year and a three-hour Easter vigil. But, again, we can get more into that. Uh, <laughs> I probably do get more into that. <laughs> I know what I do want to say is, um, while our dad was using his get-out-of-church passes, our mom wasn't even a practicing Catholic and she was the OG that was getting our asses out of bed and taking us with or without Papa H. So yeah, she couldn't even, yeah, she wasn't allowed to go up with us when like we, she would just like sit because like she couldn't, she didn't take the, you can't the take bread. The communion. Yeah, you can't take the Eucharist. You could easily lie. Like, how are they going to know? But like, also like God would know. So I guess yeah. not. And I mean, she didn't, she didn't go up with us either. You, you have the option to go up and if you can't receive <clears throat> the sacrament, you can put your hands over your chest and yeah. like, <laughs> the father <laughs> puts his like, hand on your head and like pats you as if you're a dog. Yeah. Good boy. Like, yeah, I, I can see why mom didn't want to do that. Yeah, that's a whole other anxiety <laughs> too, so. Uh, yeah. All right, let's, let's Consider, go to the next paragraph. on, um. When I reached the eighth grade, it was just my mom and me going to church because my siblings had already been confirmed and graduated from the obligation of weekly service. I didn't feel like church was making me a better person. Person. Additionally, I was upset about the church's bigotry towards the LGBTQ plus community, its pro-life stance, and sexist notions about women derived from the concept of the Virgin Mary. I asked my dad if I could stop going and not get confirmed. He said no. Well... I, um, I just want to add something like, okay, so my, um, my church had these, like, these bottle things that they would, like, give you once a year, so it was, like, 
baby bottles and you would fill them with coins and it would donate to like pro-life causes so I just like straight up hit the baby bottle from my mom (laughs) like I don't know where it is to this day honestly it's still probably in my house somewhere but yeah I just would hide it no it's not then yeah like my mom found out she was not happy about that but (laughs) It, it was fine and uh you did call out Max, our brother, and me in that last paragraph. Yeah, you we guys had, didn't go with me. I graduated. Yeah, we graduated. But to my credit, there was a time in high school where I did actually make an effort to go to church. Did it continue into your middle school career? No. Absolutely <laughs> not. But there was a time. Also, when you get confirmed, don't you need a sponsor or something? Yeah, you sponsored me. Can you tell me who your sponsor is? Uh, Yeah, sister was my sponsor. I don't know why you wanted to sponsor me so badly. It's like it was just going to be grandma, and then you were like, no, I'm going to do it. I was just giving grandma a break. I feel like she had to sponsor everyone ever. Okay, okay. You know what? Fair. I guess she has, like, how many grandchildren? There's, like, 14 of us? Oh, I don't know, because now there's great-grandkids There's so many more. (laughs) Next paragraph, please. I've since become the confirmed CEO. With the addition of Mother's and Father's Day services due to how my parents' relationship with the church has grown. My mother always talked about getting confirmed, but it wasn't until both of her parents passed away within three months of each other that she decided not to follow through. Decided to follow through with it. My dad stopped using his get out of church free passes, supported supported her. I'm going to this is like serious stuff. Like, it, damn it! I'm sorry. That's that one of the sins. Um, my dad stopped using his get out of church free passes, supported her, and went to classes with her. When my dad lost his job, he started playing guitar with the church choir. So while my mom is sitting upstairs in the pulpit alongside my dad's choir, I'm spending Sunday morning services serving pancakes to the entire. The entitled churchgoers. I guess this is my penance. Even though I now wonder if the church profits off of people who are going through hardships, I will still give my dad leftover cinnamon rolls from my job to take to the choir. Even though I still have yet to see a female priest, I will sing the hymnals. And even though I still haven't answered my question, do people go to church because they want to or do they go out of obligation? I will still ask questions. In the name of whatever ethereal being exists that we may never find, amen. Amen. I gotta say, you really gave our family a lot of depth there. That uh, we're, there's we're some pretty, nuance. I mean, we're your pretty uh, middle class, middle of the road people, if you will, family yeah. that went to a very uh, entitled school district. Oh yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there was there was a rough couple years there where both of our parents were kind of hit with some not great events and that of course only makes it harder for us to or at least for me i won't speak for maddie to totally hate on the catholic church because i know it brought my mom comfort when she lost her parents and the church choir thing for whatever reason is funny to me that my dad joined it yeah he's yeah, like <laughs> he since has a job but yeah, of all the activities to do, the church choir being its 
He's still in two bands and does bowling. Like, he, he's got other oh. things going on. Yeah. You know? Our dad's really cool. Um, Check out the Snot Rockets. Um, first Fridays at Martin City Theater. Yeah. Um, the Ramblers also do things, but they don't have, like, a regular schedule. Okay. He's a drummer. Um, yes. <laughs> it's very important to add. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's kind of... Well, because indulgences are still very real within the Catholic Church. Like, it's just kind of, like, it's kind of hard because it's, like, it helps my mom, but it's also, like, she's still writing those, like, weekly checks. And it's, like, why do you have to write the weekly checks just, like, you know, like, you still, like, because it's not, like, they're I not going to kick I don't even know where you. that money's going. I have no clue where it's I going. I think it goes to repair <laughs> like, the church, which, if, uh... I don't know if we want to do the Lord's work, shouldn't it go to people that need it and not making our facilities nicer? I don't know. Maybe we're upgrading uh, our wine. Maybe. Maybe we got like a rosé now or something. Like, <laughs> don't but, have, honestly, what kind of red wine are they using? I have no clue. No, yeah, but it's like, cause you're not going to get kicked out of the church if you don't donate money to them, but it's still just kind of like they hand you the basket and it's just, if you pass it on without putting anything in it, it's like, wow, you suck. Like I even judge the people who didn't put things in baskets. I just wanted didn't to put things, put money in the basket. <laughs> Don't put anything just else in there. <laughs> just put whatever you want in the basket, actually. Yeah, like I, I just wanted to to grab the basket, and my mom like never let me like pass the basket. Ooh, touching on. the basket was like cool. it was like you were really cool if you could pass along a basket. Like, man, I, that that was like, that was, you were the real deal if you did that. You're reminding me with all this talk of baskets about uh, one of the greatest privileges that you and your family can have bestowed upon you during mass. And that's when you're chosen to bring up the offerings. Oh my God. Never in my (laughs) fucking life did I go up in the offerings, but, um, some reason after I left, uh, I guess our family was pretty then because they got chosen. <laughs> well, you could have gone. You could have gone with us. You just chose not to go with your get out of church free pass. So I was far away at college. I could have never made it back. You could have. <laughs> you could have gone. Just saying. Yeah, we did it once, and I barely remember it. But I think my mom was annoyed with me the entire time that it was happening. Also, yeah, like, the, the pulpit thing, um, we just weren't allowed to sit up there for the longest time because my mom thought we were really loud and annoying whenever we sat up in the pulpit, so it just never happened again. And I wanted to be cool and sit on the second story with the choir, but no. No, we were lame. Oh, yeah, Matt, you're using the word pulpit. What the fuck is a pulpit? Pulpit. <laughs> yeah, I, I described it, I thought. I don't know. There was a lot to unpack there, but I, you know, because again with this podcast, like I don't want to crap on any of like if religion is something that brings comfort to you. And, you know, like I, I don't know what I believe personally. I am agnostic, as I would call it, but I like because I think there you can get like a good sense of community within religion. And I think there's good things that can come out of it, too. But there's also just a whole lot of bad and trauma that has also come with it for a lot of people so we just that's kind of why like we wanted to do this podcast because we definitely got a lot of catholic guilt out of it like i still have my 
my like cross and rosaries that I got from like eighth grade or communion. Oh, yeah. Just like there's all there's like a do you have a Catholic guilt shrine? Because I have one. Um, I don't know if my Catholic guilt shrine made it with me to my apartment, but I do think it's still at our parents' house. So, yes, uh, there's there's a lot of handouts that you get. Um, there's a lot of, and they're usually gender rolled. You get a pink one if you're a girl, um, which I <laughs> which I hated. Um, oh God, Maddie hated buttons. I know we were talking about the color pink, but buttons I also bring up because anytime we went to church, you know, you're supposed to dress a little nicer. And Maddie over here wouldn't put on anything our mom picked out. And it was a fucking screaming match every morning. Sometimes sometimes we did the Saturday night church. Saturday night church was cool because then you didn't have to get up on Sunday, but... Well, we still had, like, school religion, though. But sometimes we didn't. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Man, like, I I remember there was one time when I just, like, I had a complete cold, and I was, like, my nose was running for, like, one of the entire services, and I kept having to, like, I just, like, had, like, a tissue up my nose for, like, the entire service, but I wasn't, but that wasn't good enough to get me out of going to service that day um yeah like I don't I don't even know what would get us I think it was just throwing up if you threw up that was what got you out if anything else would not get you out of it or if you threw a really big fit however the hell you would have to pay throughout the day and the guilt that you had to feel when you were left at home while there was that temporary satisfaction of (laughs) I'm gonna turn on the tv uh after that hour and a half you were pretty miserable for the foreseeable future. And if you're a daughter of our mother, you can hear about it for the rest of your life, as we yeah. sometimes do things that we've we done wrong. We love our mom, actually. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we, Mary is great, guys. I <laughs> no, she really is. We're poking fun at her because we love her. <laughs> yeah. Mary is also really not going to like this podcast. Mm-mm. But um, again, we just are. None of our relatives need to. Maybe some of our cousins could get down with it. We could have a. We could try to get a cousin guest star here and there. But uh, other than that, unless they want to, they might have. Might want to avoid being in bad graces with grandma. But <laughs> again, uh, I know I distracted from Maddie's point. This is not meant to condemn religion or discourage you if that is where you found your community and also found like your purpose I do think that's awesome for people that have that and sometimes uh I wish that would work for me because it seems like it would be a little easier oh yeah I think like well I've had like good conversations with people about well like more recent like I have a manager at my job who is actually who is pretty religious um and he like yeah, like, he kind of grew up with just a struggling childhood, to summarize, but then he kind of found the church, and it was a great community for him, and, like, him and his wife are trying to find a church, you know, and, like, I've had some actually really good discussions with him about it, like, I'm still very open to conversations about people's experiences with religion, like, I will say that one time he was just playing, like, gospel music for, like, and it's, but gospel music is so good, um, he was playing it for the entire, like, one shift that we were working, and I was just, like, 
And then just afterwards, I just listened to If I Believe You on loop on the car ride home because I was just feeling like, I'm so Man. glad the 1975 <laughs> made it in here because God forbid a podcast with us have one episode about the 1975. Okay. Love them. Yeah, we're... Um, <laughs> no, on a similar note, I have very best friends that do spend all day at church on Sunday. They go on Wednesdays. Again, this podcast is going to be a space to have those conversations as well. But as I'm sure we can all attest to, <laughs> yeah. it's super easy to do the self-loathing, self-deprecating humor. And we're not going to be any different when it comes to how we grew up. No. So I don't know. How should we, how should we end this? I, I don't know if there's any, uh, they always think it's like the pluggables or whatever is how it, we're, neither of us have any relevance. I will say I did get about 4,000 likes on a TikTok recently. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so kind of blowing up on Sad Trash Boat. It, yes, that is a reference to regular show when Rigby changed his name to Trash Boat. Um, so that's, you can find me on TikTok there. Um, I'm Maddie Hoovy, though, on everything else. It's both M-A-D-D-I-E-H-U-W-E, because there's a million it's spellings German. of Maddie. For no reason, and also Hubi is has a W for because Germans are Germans. We're but, not yeah. Hughes. We're not Hueys. Hows. It's Hubi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a TikTok because I'm probably too old and not funny enough for that. But I do scroll endlessly. Uh, <laughs> damn it! I have to say, I'm only on Instagram now. And my handle is it's meme grit. Like it, it. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. But uh, it's meme grit because my full name is Margaret. It's really anyway, funny. that's yeah. I was. <laughs> I thought it was funny uh, one time, and, and I, now it's just stuck. Um, I'm just too lazy to change yeah, it. We'll probably so. make a social media for this podcast specifically. I kind of have to get on that, but it's our first episode, so it's kind of. It doesn't Obviously, exist I wouldn't yet. have made it without any content to put with it because I don't even have a logo yet. But I am commissioning a friend to make it. So once that's there, we'll credit them in the in the description. But yeah, on a scale of one to uh, what's little Naz's song? Call me by your name. <laughs> on a scale of one to call me by your name, um, how hellbound are you feeling after this episode? How hellbound? Oh my gosh. Um. Like, I feel like there has to be, like, a, a good in-between song for that, you know? Like, what's, like, a... I'm wondering if there's, like, any, like, good, like, Phoebe Bridgers song that would be, like, a good in-between for us. Hmm. You know? Like, a, like, I know in the end, maybe out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are also proud Farbs. Uh, <laughs> I've only recently <laughs> learned that Farb is a term, but... <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I don't have a good song, so I guess if we want to use a scale, I feel like we're at a five today. Yeah, we I haven't said anything. I feel like we've had some good nuance and a lot of, you know, <laughs> practicing, and we have Radley sniffing our yeah, Bradley yeah. Bradley agrees with the five. He gave the yeah. microphone a little kiss to say that's... Yeah, Bradley's going to be a re recurring guest star for pretty much everything. Radley is for sure hellbound. He's a terrible dog, but I love him dearly. <laughs> Beautiful. Alrighty, folks. Well, 
This is going to be a lot of editing, but we'll be funnier soon. <laughs> Uh, I don't really have a closing line. I mean, uh, and, w- and, and one with nation your sp- under God. And with your spirit. <laughs> Amen. Amen.